Broadcasting live from the Victory Casino Cruises Studio. Your home for Sunday night baseball is right here. ESPN 580 Orlando. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. It's very likely now that Patriots quarterback Tom Brady won't play in the regular season until week five, October 9th, against the Browns in Cleveland. That's because Brady today lost the appeal on his four-game suspension. ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. Roger Goodell's powers are spelled out clearly in the CBA. He's the judge, the jury, the executioner. And as much as many people around the league, inside the league, outside the league, don't like it, the fact of the matter is it's in the... Austin 316 says I just whipped your... Compelling interviews. What? Spot-on predictions. What? Statistical analysis. What? Huh? What? Okay, so they're none of that. But definitely playing the audio smackdown. It's Wrestling Wednesday on the Kevin Sutton Show. Yes, sir. And it is Razzling Wednesdays, baby. It's hype and it's right, but there's some crazy things going on. There's some crazy things going on. Draymond Green, you got all types of things going on. Oh, my goodness. Tim Duncan. I sent a text to somebody early in the morning. I said, oh, my goodness. I cannot believe this. Tim Duncan is gone. There's a Tim what? Tim. Oh, Tim. God dog it. Don't do voice text at all. Text it with your hands, man. Text it with your hands. So there's no Tim Duncan. But there is Myra with the ladies' point of view. Aw, yeah. Hey, y'all having a good time out there. Oh, His name is Justina. Oh, my goodness. We gotta That's change my that boy. One. We gotta change that one. Gotta change that it's one. Wednesday, and it's feeling great. Oh, snappity, snap, snap, snap. And then we don't have Dr. Phil at all. At all. He is still on vacation. This is the longest vacation I ever heard of. It's completely ridiculous. We need to reconsider some things on his employment. We do. (laughs) Who takes a vacation? That's a long vacation. Mm -hmm. Then we got just Nick. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard, there's this guy, Just Nick. Not from Nickelodeon, but Just Nick. And Just Nick is in the building letting everybody know what's going on with them sports all the time on ESPN 580 Orlando. And it's Just Nick. What's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, Just Nick. Wrestling Wednesday. And John Cena's on TV tonight, too. Oh. Hosting the ESPYs. That's right. That's my boy. You got Just Nick. I call him Mr. Baseball because I seen him throw that pitch. Now, did that get across the mound? It got across. Okay. I, you, know, you know you got pictures, man. You got yeah, to take a nice picture. It got, it got across. I was okay. disappointed. There was no video of it, okay, because I, I and apparently uh, Jerry was supposed to be there. Jerry didn't show up, but, I mean, uh, there, was, there was no video of it. But, yes, it was You always strike. have to bring your mom with you. Uh, no, she's busy. Your mom is always going to film her baby. <laughs> she got stuff to do. <laughs> She's always going to film my baby and make sure that the videos get crossed 
that need to get crossed, and she can send it to your parents and all the grandmas and aunts and uncles and say, look at little Nikki throwing the baseball. See, no one has to do that anymore, though, because now we have Facebook. Everyone is on Facebook now, so you don't even have to worry about sending the pictures anymore. It's all just out there in the ether. It's all out there, but it's it's cool because I got to see your picture, and I'm like, oh, look at little Nick. It was a far back wind up when you when you when you threw that out there. Yeah, it looked like you had a little knuckleball situation going on. No, no, it was a straight, it was a straight, it was a straight, straight okay. fastball. That's all. I I'm, I wasn't taking anything to chance. All oh, right, yeah. I, I have to say, you take nothing to chance in that situation. Did I you, dare someone to go out there and try to like drop a curveball in there or something. You did you can't do it. used to play back? Uh, in I the did. Days? I I, take, I played back. Yeah, in the that day. looked like a I know what I'm doing. Yeah, kind I know. Of I know what I'm doing. A little now, bit. what yeah. what position did you play? Uh, I I I was a catcher actually. Oh, in high school. really? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Catcher I don't see you as a catcher. I was really fat in high school. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of fat. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets me every time when he says it because he, d- if you we guys got to go him. to our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, or YouTube, we're gonna start posting pictures of just Nick as well. I'm just start harassing you and tag you and stuff because people are sure. like, who's just Nick? I'm like, you got, you got, he has his own Facebook. You, you like, should do hashtag just Nick. You know, <laughs> you should own that. So uh, you know, what? maybe I will. He yeah. is, he is a skinny guy. Hold he's on, not, but I want to ask. I mean, not, not. I mean, I know we've talked about this in the past, but sure. what was that moment in your life? Where you decided to ch- you you say you were a chubby boy, right? I, oh, I was I was no, I was not chubby. I was fat. Okay, I was I was extra, I was very fat. Now, how yes. tall are you? You're like uh, five eight. Five eight. So what five, did you eight. weigh when you were at your highest? Um, on my head, I was about two twenty five, two thirty. Stop it! Nuh-uh. Oh no, yeah, I was giant. Nuh-uh. Oh yeah, no, I was really I big. I can't even imagine it. Can yeah. you? No, I was really big. I was big, dude. <laughs> how old were you when that was? How old? I'm twenty six. That's like uh, twenty three. Somewhere around there. Oh, I mean, like, really? oh yeah, like recent, yeah, 23. You know, and throughout throughout high school and 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 uh, and into my 20s, yeah. So what wow. was uh, what turned it on for you to change? Um, you know, I I just I just kind of reached a point where I didn't want to feel like I didn't want to be heavy anymore, and I was I was kind of uncomfortable all the time, and I was working here long hours as well, and I I, I looked around at kind of the environment of where I was working. I had some I I was part time here at that point in time and had time on my hands. And I just said to myself, you know what? This is the opportunity to do it, and went for it. That's so, pretty amazing. That it you worked did, out well. Did you like join any diet plans or anything like that, or did you do it on no, your own? No diet plans, but uh, anytime someone asks, uh, I, I let them know. Like I work out of, at this gym called Orange Theory Fitness, actually, uh-huh. and I don't know if you guys okay, see them. They're yeah. all over the place here in Central Florida. I work out of the one done Dr. Phillips. Uh, the the crew there is really great, but I work out there, and they have a really great workout plan where you go in, and it's an hour. They do like hour classes, and uh, they have not paid for this plug, but I will gladly give it because I they see have, that they're getting an amazing they, plug. They they've done a they've done a really nice job there, and they've got a bunch of new ones opening up as well. And yeah, they're uh, they're growing yeah. like all over the place. Yeah, they just it? opened one up in uh, I live down in Kissimmee, and they opened one up in Celebration actually right there near my house. So I mean, they they have a great program. It is the best workout program I've ever done, and I've tried a bunch of them, and I've stayed fat. And with this one, I'm not fat, so. Uh, wow. The the result but has been quite good. But you eat really well now too. I do. Yeah, I cleaned up my diet. Yeah. Did you do that on your own also? Yes. Okay. Because I was curious to know because um, we noticed you you're Mr. Salad and Chicken. I do. I eat a, I eat really clean. I do. I That's try to amazing. at least. That's amazing. I wish I had that strength. We always talk about that, Kevin, don't we? The strength, man. The strength. Mind I mean, power. that's that's awesome that you did that. But we're we're trying to turn a new leaf too here, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to make some.
I don't want to say dieting because diet's always It's got ends. a negative connotation yeah. associated with it, yes. It's so, a lifestyle change. Yeah, and so we're, uh, we're realizing we are trying to make a lifestyle change, and there's going to be more to come on Kevin and I. But uh, you guys will, will hear it soon, see it soon. Um, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to do, get on Nick's program. You know, get fit, get right, have a healthy life. And um, in, in the essence of that, I want to go ahead and plug the Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by David Moss Volkswagen on Lee Road, where they sell both new and used cars. Come check out their assorted certified vehicles and new vehicles. That's David Moss Volkswagen on Lee Road. And always tell me your friends at the Kevin Sutton Show sent you. And then um, on, on Phil's plug, you can always download us. Google, Google Play. Where, where's all the places, Kevin? Google Play. You got Stitcher. Um, Stitcher. You have uh, Podbean, and there's the Kevin Sutton Show. It gives you all of those links uh, all right there. Yeah, and uh, I know we're going we're gonna to be going to break tonight, but a major milestone going on at the ESPY Awards, and I'd be interested to see how Nick feels about this. John Cena mm-hmm. to host tonight, and this is a big move because you're an ESPN guy. Well, we're all ESPN 580 Orlando folks, and ESPN traditionally is known with your mainstream sports. Yeah, Come on. absolutely. You know, your no, NBA yeah. And a lot of people, including um, a lot of people we know, differ to say is wrestling really a sport. It's more entertainment. It is. I see you shaking your head already. It's not a sport. It's entertainment. It is entertainment. It is physical entertainment. Yes. But uh, what's your take on this? I mean, mean, obviously, I think John Cena is a brilliant guy. Mm -hmm. He's very, very intelligent. He... I think he steps out of his comfort zone, and he's got the brains to back up, you know, everything he says. But what do you think? Do you think this is a downer on the ESPYs? To have John Cena as the host? Well, it all depends on how John Cena does, of course, but this is a great opportunity for him to be an ambassador for WWE and and wrestling and and kind of get, get the masses to know who he is. It's one of the biggest stages he'll step into tonight being on cable television on ESPN during the ESPYs. I know he's done a lot throughout his career, but I, I like it. I, I think that you give him an opportunity to, uh, to to kind of be that ambassador and also to show his personality and who he is. You're going to see ESPN buy in big on wrestling coming up because everybody is looking to add that built-in fan base. You talk about built-in fan bases like NASCAR, yeah. like soccer, like something like WWE and professional wrestling. Generational. Fox yeah. and ESPN, I think, are going to fight over the rights if, if they become available to televise some of these things. And you're going to see more wrestling content you already have on ESPN, but you're going to continue to see more of it moving forward. But, hey, we are the first ones that started wrestling Wednesday, so what's up with that? Hey, man, you know what it is. Stay tuned. We've got more of the Kevin Sutton Show coming at you. gentlemen welcome back to the kevin sun show on espn 580 orlando it is wrestling wednesdays babies and i'm telling you i'm feeling good i'm feeling great john cena representing for the wrestling hold on hold on that's my boy that is not just john cena i have been john cena from the beginning i watched daddy's home twice just for john cena so this is John Cena country. He's in my intro music. I mean, come on. You've oh never goodness. cared for John Cena. Hold on, no, no, no. I never said I didn't care for John Cena. I just said there's too much hype for John Cena. Well, Big I, difference. He's Big brilliant. Difference. He looks good and he can wrestle. Yeah. 
Brock Lesnar looks good, too. He's a triple threat. No. His thing that messes him up is his head. Okay. <laughs> How John... big did he look in UFC 200? Oh, he looks like a Brock... beast. I mean, he makes the octagon look small. I mean, he, <laughs> he is just a monstrous human being. Oh, my goodness. But, but back to Cena, things, triple threat. We're not talking about Cena. We're talking about Krispy Kreme Chris. Let me talk to Krispy Kreme Chris. And it's Rasmus Wednesdays, and he is on the line. And this is what it's about right now, not John Cena. All right. Well, actually, Chris, how you doing? Doing excellent, excellent. Marvelous, considering tomorrow is my birthday. Can't complain. Always what? having a good day. Early happy birthday. I know. First thank of you, all. Thank you, thank you, Phil. I'm, I'm happy actually... birthday to you. Uh, to who? To Phil's Kevin? not here. I know. Phil. Yeah, Phil's I know, gone. but he, I'm sure he's listening to us. Oh, he's downloading the podcast. That's what he's doing. <laughs> all well, right. He better five star. Actually, Chris, you and I are on the same page. We were lucky enough um, to have Seth Rollins on the show a couple weeks ago when uh, WWE I Live know. came through, which was awesome. What do you do? You believe there's any truth to the WWE rumors that Dean Ambrose is going to drop his championship? to Seth Rollins on Raw next week. Do you think there's any truth behind that story? And if so, why? I believe there is 100% truth to that because of the fact that they're about to do the brand extension that they did a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, they're going to put Seth Rollins as the face of, I mean, the SmackDown or Raw, probably Raw, and then put Dean Ambrose as the face of SmackDown. You know, um, that way... They can have the shield continue their "quote unquote" dominance, but without being dominant. So I think that it's going to it's a go home show before the um, draw on um, the draft going on. So WWE is going to go big and go or go home. And I think they're going to pull out all the stops. You're going to see things that you don't normally see. You're going to I. This is just my prediction. I foresee Daniel Bryan being named the GM of SmackDown. You do now. Now mm. it's interesting because they're saying, you know, this is going to go title before Battleground, but when Seth gets the belt, it'll be the day before the WWE draft, which will set the yes. brand with the new superstar will head it in after Battleground is over. Now, do you think this is a bad shot at Ambrose, or do you think this is well played on the WWE's part? I think WWE had this plan from the beginning. You know, I think they they want. I mean that. You know, it, what threw a monkey wrench into the whole thing was when Roman Reigns decided to get suspended for 30 days. Oh, yeah, that was the that was the wrench in it, all of it. You know, I think... It was, but, you know, the one thing that, um, what I call it, if you want to say fortunately played into the favor of WWE was his suspension was, enough, um, was in between pay-per-views, so he's not missing a pay-per-view. However, he's not getting time to be able to talk to Dean Ambrose and also talk to Seth Rollins to plan out their match. That's true. That's true. It'll be interesting. This is all going to happen all next week, so it'll be interesting how it all plays out, but I think I think we're both right. It's it's going to happen. There's a there's a plan in place to make this happen. Yes. And you know, and like we yeah, said, I mean, Seth is Seth is coming back from recuperating. He's supposed to be healthy. He's supposed to be one of the main guys moving forward representing the WWE, so it just kind of fits in its play, don't you think? I think so, and I mean, he, you know, Seth Rollins is going to be, I tell you, Myra, he's going to be the new John Cena. He's going to be the face of the company hey, for the next 10, 15 hey, years. Tell hey. it, tell it, tell it. Hold on. Pump the brakes, Chris. Let's not take anything away from my man here. John Cena. No, you're not. You can't take anything away from John Cena. It's just that, you know, he has, 
you know, John Cena has had 11 straight years of running pay-per-views. You know, he he's had the whole Hogan treatment for so long. There's got to be he's, there's got to be a change, and I think a change in the air would be this um, Sunday at Battleground. You know, him turning on Enzo Moore and Big Cass and joining the club. You know, to have I, yourself a yeah, no, a little NWO part two. Well, this makes me wonder because there's a, there's a lot of talk about Cena kind of transitioning into Hollywood, transitioning to new careers. You know, and it do you? I kind of think is it better for him to go out on top as opposed to injury, like what happened to Daniel Bryant? You know, he's. I mean, this is a huge thing. We were just saying for the for the WWE to be, you know, John Cena to be hosting the ESPYS tonight. That's huge. It's, it is. It's a great move, but at the same time, you got to really think about the real push that happened with Brock Lesnar, and there was none at all. When you look at what went yeah. down, they did not hype that as much as it could have been an actual WWE uh, uh, fighter going into the UC, I mean the UFC arena on the 200 fight card. Like, I mean, no, no one really wanted to talk about that. That should have been plastered across the face of the WWE website. Well, here's the question for you. What? What? Here's my question that I have, though. Did WWE know prior to the fight that UFC was going to be bought? Oh. If they did, what? Um, what if they didn't want to hype it because they didn't know what was going to happen after the WME company bought UFC? Maybe they wanted to keep a hush hush and not promote it as much as they wanted to. Because if they did, they might have been afraid that it's going to flop. Brock Lesnar is already going to get a guaranteed two and a half million for the fight, plus um, all the revenue from sales. So he could make out like a band and get eight million dollars just for beating Mike Hunt. I gotta, I gotta disagree with you, Chris, because everything the WWE puts their name behind, whether it flops or it happens, like what's happening with Roman Reigns, they, they take that shot. And yeah, why not but when maximize you think about on it, this? Ma, you got to look at the situation that if the, they have no control, this is a company that is used to controlling everything from the, yeah. to, to the how many times you get slammed to how many times the referee counts and doesn't get the counted out and you jump out of the ring and you come out with a chair and you come back and jump off the top rope and then you swing around. They cannot control people getting hurt. They cannot control uh, who wins or loses. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, they, they do. They, 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 uh, they cannot control yeah. who is the the... The heels of the company. Wait, well, hold on. They do. Uh, they cannot control <laughs> who is. The only thing I say they can't control is who becomes what, you eat. <laughs> what they eat and who gets tattoos or not. Um, but but who actually is going to be the public person? Who's going to be that Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Who's going to be the Rock Stone Cold? Uh, who's going to be that uh, John Cena? You know, who's going to be that? Because that's truly decided by the people. Uh, and they, yeah. they see, look, Sasha Banks, you got to look at her. Uh, she's been decided by the people. And even when they try to make things bad for her, it winds up really causing an uproar in the arena. And they say, you know what, next time we really need to swing this back over. Um, well, that's why they're, they're, no, they're actually, they're priming Sasha Banks from what I've heard and what I've been told by a few inside the WWE Stanford, Connecticut area is that, you know, they're priming her for a big fight for SummerSlam. Yeah. Well, to she, win the title. She's the next thing. Now, do you think there's any truth to uh, Roman Reigns coming out um, at the next, 
is at the next uh, walkout with the WWE champion next Sunday. Do you think that's going to happen? Because apparently there's a I lot would, of internal things going on, and Vince McMahon's not big on it. But do you think they do that so early on, so close? I think that if they did, it would be a slap in the face to Seth Rollins and to um, what I call it the fan base because, you know, Seth Rollins, let's face it, he he can play a face, he can play a heel, he can he's good at whatever he does. And, you know, Seth Rollins, he didn't lose the belt. And it was unfortunate how it ended. I think that he needs to keep the belt. You know, granted, Battleground is the throwaway pay-per-view before SummerSlam. So, honestly, I'd rather see um, Seth Rollins walk out on Sunday. Me too. And, you know, it, it's funny because when we had him on the show, I'm like, guys, he's doing the promos for the WWE, for the Money in the Bank, for the pay-per-view. How can they leave him hanging like this? So there, there, is a, there was a part, too, yeah. hey, to I, that. It's controllable. It's controllable. And, it and, is. But it, I have to say, WWE did pull an awesome swerve, though, at Money in the Bank, the way that they had Dean Ambrose win Money in the Bank. Yeah, I did not see that coming. coming in did not see that coming at all. I did. I saw that coming after he won. I saw, okay, this is going to set up. And um, I was watching it, and I was like, yep, um, he's going to come out. And sure enough, he came out. I was like, you know, that's predictable for WWE. But at the same time, I like how they did it. Yeah, so yeah. It was, it was different. So uh, then, then it makes you you wonder, like when we were talking about how they could have utilized the the blockhead situation. When you go to uh, MMAmania.com, which is like definitely by far is one of the ones social media spreads like fire. The first group that gets out start talking about the fights. Uh, when you see how they're utilizing the Brock Lesnar effect, um, that whole fight card they have basically like a, I would say about a three minute clip are like a, a three, three, four minute clip, and there's about 30, 40 seconds of everybody's fight that goes through that whole fight card. And you have to watch every single last at person's fight before they show you Brock Lesnar's fight. Now, mind you, when you think about it, that is the part that's really getting looked up the most. When you look up Brock yeah. Lesnar, it comes up MMA fight, you know, like you know the 200 fight card, like what's going on? You're, they're seeing that this was a moneymaker for them. Well, I think... In Brock always was. If they he saw it being was. a moneymaker, why didn't anyone else pick up and say this is a moneymaker? Hey, hold on, Chris, because we want to talk about this. And also... How about Brock Lesnar, Hoagies, and Jason... Uh, what's it, uh, what's it, what these guys called? Uh, uh, Jimmy Johns. There you go. Hey, and also, <laughs> Vince McMahon just made $2 million this weekend because The Rock was in another movie. Uh, <laughs> yes, he was. Vince makes a lot of money that way. All right, stay tuned. This is the Kevin Sun Show. Got that action. It's Wrestling Wednesdays, baby. Oh, man, and we're back. And yes, it is Wrestling Wednesdays. And the hype is the hype and the hype is the hype. But I'm telling you, the Draymond Green situation has me going completely insane. Like, do you not remember Jones losing his contracts? Draymond Green, your sneakers cost $109. $15.33 million contract. You can't go outside touching nobody. You can't even touch the mailbox. Stay out of trouble. 
Well, apparently more has unfolded in that story. Oh, no. Don't tell me more. Nick, do you mind sharing some of the background of what's been going on? Yeah, actually, the victim, however you want to put it, the victim in this uh, in this alleged incident, uh, the, the account of what happened that night was... Uh, was released by, uh, I think it's called Ball Don't Lie. I think that's what it is. They got it from a Freedom Information Act request. And, and, and the way that it, the event is described is actually it's two different events the same person had with Draymond Green in East Lansing. The first time he bumped into him in a bar, and I guess Draymond bumped him. And the, play, the individual in question is actually a football player on Michigan State's uh, a football team. He's a cornerback there. And he bumped into him at a bar named Rick's. And they got kind of into a into a verbal argument, and the player and his girlfriend were both choked out by members, allegedly choked out <laughs> by members of uh, Draymond Green's entourage. And then the next night, uh, they bumped into Draymond somewhere else, and Draymond punched him in the jaw, allegedly wow. once again. And like that a is comeback. when that is when the police got involved, and this individual said he wants to press charges. Uh, so he was actually willing to let it go supposedly the first time I uh, yeah, that, that's the time, feeling I'll that i go, did bro. yes okay you got one on me okay you on the team that lost ha 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 but the next day you come back and it's happening again come on man you had the opportunity to wait walk 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 far 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 away in this individual's account he says draymond bumped into me and said hey bro you can at least say excuse me uh that's what he said to draymond the draymond ignored him and then draymond looked at him and said I pay for you n words to get scholarships. Then uh, you started to have. Then you uh, you basically messed up by bumping into me. Is kind of how it went. So uh, Draymond Green, I guess, had some sort of an attitude. Allegedly, once again, this is a one-sided account, uh, and, and they got into an altercation, and that's how Draymond ended up getting arrested. And oh, I got to add to this. Okay, so this isn't farewell in Golden State Warriors, as predictions are being made for next year that they're going to be one heck of a team. And then is there some arrogance on Draymond's side when they say his mugshot was released with him smiling about the alleged fight? So has he taken this serious? Has he gotten away with it? You know, there's a lot of things that come into question on how people respond to these things. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Kevin? I mean, this is just... I just think when you, you, you do a mugshot, regardless of what's going on, regardless if you're innocent or guilty... You should definitely not do the smile because it's going to come out. It never it's public looks good, record. does it? It never looks good at all, no matter what's happening. Uh, you definitely got to take that pill of humble pie and say, you know what? I'm going to keep this to myself regardless of how I feel, whether I should be here or not, because I know I, it's a better sell if my agent gets to say, well, you know what? You know, he's really sorry for what he did, and you got a big cheese smile on your face. Like, <laughs> Doesn't work good in court. What's the best part of this mugshot? Is it that Draymond Green is smiling or that the shirt he's wearing says attack the rim? Because <laughs> that's what the shirt says. The shirt says attack yeah. the rim, which which just adds a whole nother dynamic into oh him getting involved in an altercation in a bar. Ugh. Now, Draymond did address this situation when he was at a tech conference, and he said that his legal mat, uh, his legal team is handling it. He expects the matter to be resolved quickly. Uh, but of course, this pol police report uh, perhaps says something differently. This could be this could be on for a little bit longer. Now, I don't know if you you saw Charles Barkley apparently um, praising Draymond for what he did because you got to put a stop to heckling fans. Come on, guys, who, we've seen who, this. Charles Barkley. <laughs> 
the guy who called Seattle fat women, you know? This is the guy we want to go to for uh, kosher, how do we move forward? But, I mean, this is not good. I, I'm going to just, I'm going to say it on my point. You know, when you're, when you're a celebrity and when you're an athlete, you live at a different level than normal people. And you know how we've come into this technology now where people can say whatever they want about celebrities and comment and judge them, but heaven forbid they get judged. But really is getting physical part of it? And what does this say about Charles Barkley? I do not look at him and say he's someone that I want to comment on this. I mean, the guy is very arrogant himself. And is there, is there ever a right? I mean... Isn't it a point where you walk away, where you do? I mean, you're, you're a celebrity. Why are you going to jeopardize your career, your fans, your money? I mean, you know, you can lose contracts. I mean, we've seen this over and over again. Oh, yeah. What the heck? I mean, you, you got to look at uh, Jim Jones. It was, it was one of the ones that I, I felt hurt the MMA uh, arena completely with endorsements because they were talking about a lot of these guys have anger issues. You know, they're off the handle. And, like, endorsing some of these guys can definitely – fall into publicly humiliating uh, the endorsing companies. Uh, that $20,000 a year uh, that, that he was just going to pull in just to wear some sneakers and in a, in a, in a pair of shorts, he lost that deal because of completely not paying attention to life. Like, you got to really look at the opportunities that come to you and pay it forward in a sense of realizing, like, I could lose this at any minute because I either wear the opposing company's clothing or I do something silly in the public. People are looking at you. Uh, Charles Barkley, I mean, I don't think he ever made, I mean, there was nobody was running around wearing Charles Barkley shoes like it was the best thing in the world. But uh, Charles Barkley could have had some great endorsement situations his way, but his temper just wouldn't let him become that household name in a positive way. His and temper in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, his yeah, mouth. No, he, crazy he, mouth. He was just, he was very arrogant. When I look back at players, where was the humility? Where was the gentleman side of him? It uh, didn't, didn't exist. I mean, that. do you agree with that when, when we talk about Charles Barkley in the past? I mean, well, I mean, Charles Barkley is known here in Orlando for throwing a man through a plate glass window. Yeah, so, I mean, I, and that, that was the guy that, Char that's the guy Charles Barkley is. I mean, Barkley is, uh, he is kind of the embodiment of that gritty old-time NBA player, and he played with aggression and and with with anger, and he never shied away from from getting physical. But uh, you know, I I think that what what Barkley is saying when he supports Draymond Green, I think he's saying, you know what, fans today are too outspoken. Fans today they want to heckle you on social media, they want to heckle you uh, oh. when you run into oh, them at no. the store, and and and, and they want to kind of get under your skin and they want to be trolls, and and that's kind of that that is that's Barkley's area right there. Yeah. Barkley loves to kind of push those people that that like to have their you know that like to have their their tweets read and, and, and like to kind of try to rub people the wrong way <laughs> and and I understand where Charles is coming from I never understand why these kind of altercations end up with 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 one person's hands on another then again there's there's alcohol involved here so yeah. at, at any point I mean do not forget that Draymond Green was arrested at 2 30 in the morning so yeah. there is alcohol involved and there is a grittiness to all of these guys. I mean, Draymond tried to walk on and play football in Michigan State, too. So, I yeah. mean, we don't know what this football player said either. And I don't mean to defend Draymond, but yeah, it could have been he said, hey, I'm paying for your scholarship. He says, yeah, I've seen those, I've seen those vine clips. You couldn't play football, could you? You know, yeah. and boom, <laughs> boom, the guy gets dropped. And, and at that point, you don't know whether or not the guy was trying to instigate something you got, or not. You, you got to be able to control it because, I mean, like, if I punch you in the mouth, Nick, in an argument, 
okay, you what are you gonna sue me? You're like, okay, I want him to go to jail, so I'll go to jail and I'll pay some restitution. Mm -hmm. But if I was Draymond Green and punched you in the mouth, you know you are paid. Call Morgan and Morgan for the people. This is a great situation for you right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, the people look at you completely different, and if I can heckle you and get a superstar, if you can get a rouse out of me like that, that's like, like Nikki I was football. At, uh, you don't know football. Nikki football. <laughs> Nikki football doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's like Jerry Daniels continuously reads these uh, posts that come through the tweets, uh, <laughs> like he's going to want to go out and beat somebody up. <laughs> so you got to just let it go, man. Like. People are going to say crazy things about you. People are going to say negative, and there's going to be the people that love you. And sometimes the people that love you actually don't speak out. That's the thing. I mean, Draymond, <laughs> in, in, in this dynamic, Draymond Green is the only guy that has something to lose right. from engaging in that conversation. And that is where Draymond Green is at a great disadvantage because this guy can say whatever he wants, the, the, the football player. He can kind of do whatever he wants. No one's paying attention. The minute that Draymond Green gets involved is when everybody kind of becomes aware as to what's going on. So I, I just think, I, I think that when you look at, uh, look at this situation, Draymond Green needs to be more aware of who he is. I mean, he, he's not a second-round pick anymore. He's not a tweener from Michigan State anymore. This guy is a max player on max. That, that is playing on the team that just added Kevin Durant and had the greatest regular season in NBA history. And it begs the question whether or not the Golden State Warriors can handle emotionally being the villains and having all the eyes on them because for the last two years they've been the darlings of the NBA. That's not going to be the case anymore. His new name might be the, the Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Hawk smash. Don't get me mad. Me name Green. <laughs> Stay tuned. This is the Kevin Sun Show. More of that action. ESPN 580 Orlando. Yes, sir. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. All action all the time on ESPN 580 Orlando. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube all under username Kevin Sutton Show. And don't forget, download the uh, our apps and subscribe. I almost forgot that. What, what, what I want you to download? Oh, our app. Get the app. Get all the link up so you can check out the podcast and have a good time. Laugh and crack up at some of the crazy things that go on on this shenanigans show. And we got my man, Just Nick. Meyer with the latest point of view, Dr. Phil, Jerome the intern, Faithy Fun Time, and we're always spreading that love, my man Rich Rogers. We got the skate point of view. That's the new thing. Check out the new blog uh, that's going out, and we got a couple things added every day. The Kevin Sutton Show is also brought to you by David Moss Volkswagen Only Road, where they sell both new and used cars. Come check out their certified used vehicles. They're great new vehicles, great deals going on. Huge tent sales coming up. That's David Moss Volkswagen Only Road or Orlando North. And always tell them your friends at the Kevin Sutton Show sing. So uh, my oh, boy's I killing it at the ESPYs. Uh, well, how do you say I, he's killing it? Like I mean, like because I'm I'm watching minute to minute and he's doing it. He's, That's my boy. He's John up there talking. Cena. That's what John Cena does. Mr. Triple Threat. The guy is very intelligent, very very smart. And uh, we were talking about how much money Vince McMahon made this weekend. So you know, off the the UFC fight. He got paid, and then he sat at home after the Friday, after, after the weekend movie reviews were out, when uh, CIA came out with uh, The Rock or Dwayne Johnson Johnson doing his thing. And we got a chance to go see that. Did you go to the movies at all this weekend? I did, actually. I went and saw uh, the, the wedding movie. Uh, was it Matt and Dave need, need wedding dates or something like that? Is that because your wife, I mean, your girlfriend? 
Oh, we we both did want to go see that. Oh, I'm a okay. huge Anna Kendrick fan, actually. Oh, really? I love Anna Kendrick. Well, we went and uh, viewed CIA, always supporting Dwayne okay. Johnson. He, saw it. Oh, it was yeah. Good. It was really. You saw it too? Central Intelligence, yeah. Yeah. That it, was was, a good, it was a good movie. I actually enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed the end when they were doing the clips. Remember, did you, did you say through the uh, bad clips? I did, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Those guys, the bloopers were fun. Did you think of us? He's like, what kind of names are that? Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock. This was a fake people with fake names. <laughs> like, oh, man, that hurt. <laughs> but uh, you, you got to think, uh, I don't really care for Kevin Hart at all. But there were several times during the movie that he actually cracked me up. I'm like, okay, wow. Like, all right. Ah, Are you a Kevin Hart fan? You got me. Yes, I love Kevin me. Hart. You know, I don't understand uh, how Nick, I mean, Nick, Kevin says he's not a Kevin Hart fan. But when you met him, he you was a were, cool guy. He was, I mean, he was cool. If but you don't I, like someone, I don't you think don't go out of the I way. I don't think he is an Eddie Murphy, and he's nowhere close to Dave Chappelle what, what, whatsoever. That's, that's just me. You know, and you see those trends in comedians like him. It's always a short joke, right? Yeah. And then, like, George Lopez, it's always the Mexican joke, you know? Yeah. It's well, you like, got to use what you got. Use what you got. What, what would you... Like, Dave Chappelle didn't have to do that. I think, Dave like, Chappelle Dave Chappelle just, was one of the greatest I'm cool. comedians. I'm cool, and do you, I, and I Did hang you ever people. watch any of his stuff? I didn't watch any of Dave Chappelle's stuff. I, I think that what Kevin Hart does so well is that Kevin Hart appeals to the masses extremely yeah. well because he kind of puts you in these everyday life situations. He's... It... it, it I, just you kind of sit when you sit down and you watch his stand up or you watch his movies uh he's not afraid to kind of embrace yeah i'm a tiny human being and i'm going to make that funny <laughs> i'm a tiny or, human being <laughs> or he kind of he plays off of and he plays off of a lot of a lot of black stereotypes yeah. too and kind of uses it to his advantage to a lot of his comedy and it makes it makes it extremely funny as a yeah. white guy i really like him. <laughs> as a white guy <laughs> i have to say like, he's a white guy i really like Are him i think white? he's really fun. i am oh, yeah man. i know uh, but I, I like him a lot. His comedy is very funny. Yeah, he he, he has some a uh, couple of skits that really get me going, and I'm like, wow, okay, that was good. So like, uh, like the always I'm sitting in a chair, look at me, and his knees, <laughs> his feet don't ever touch. But he's a little guy. I mean, he walked past. What me is, he's like five five six. Two amazingly uh, attractive, uh, like six foot tall Asian ladies. Nick, so. you would have appreciated <laughs> this for real. When we saw him, he literally was walking with two Asian models, on each arm. And they were at least six foot tall. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, if I see if that's I the thing I mean though it, is like I think he does that on purpose. I think I he like, he's uh, going through. He's got to be looking. He's like, I want the tallest models you yeah. have. The funniest thing is uh, if they would have held his hands as they were walking, it looked like parents swinging their kid. You know. Like, mm -hmm. uh, but definitely, I, I think it's always there's always sports. Sports are out there, and we always get a good kick out of watching the games and get hype and backing it. But it's always good to get a good laugh. Uh, and I haven't had a good laugh in a while. So going out there to the movies, checking out a couple of things, and I love doing that. Uh, so comedy is one of those things that we all have to laugh, and it makes us better people, and especially with all the, the tragedies that are going around. You need to get some, some laughter in your heart. You know, sometimes all this stuff on social media, it's good to see so you can know what's going on in your community, but at the same time, man, looking at a kitty cat uh, giggling or a little baby laughing sometimes is, is worth the click so you can get your mind off yeah, of like all the, the Chewbacca other mom. The, the Chewbacca mom. The Chewbacca mom. And it makes perfect. no sense. None whatsoever. No sense. It, it's it's funny that it's funny that we got to this because I was on vacation last week, and a friend of mine was there, and he went on this long rant about how much he hated the Chewbacca mom. Like, I mean, how much yeah. he hated, he was like, it made no sense. I don't yeah. know why everyone's laughing at it. And it's like, that's exactly why, because it is someone underscoring oh, yeah. the small things in life 
and just how you should enjoy them. Yeah. And this woman is overjoyed, and we are overjoyed watching how this woman is yeah, overjoyed, like overjoyed by this, overjoyed. this stupid mask. And it just, it was incredible. But it you was knew so it funny. was real. That was, that was the best part about it. And uh, I think Mattel uh, came out with a action figure of her. Oh, did they? I did yeah, not know they that. They actually produced an action figure That's of the, the Chewbacca mom. And uh, they, the clip with her and Chewbacca was even funny when he put the face of her on and he just laughed. That's, <laughs> like, that's that really, was, that's and really it went, funny. It went crazy. Cole brought her a whole bunch of, you know, Chewbacca toys and Star Wars stuff for her kids. I mean, you, you can't believe social media without it. Uh, this country would not be where it's at. But with social media, this country is where it's at, if that makes any sense at all. But we, we need it, but we don't. It's a different time, time, man. It's just everything has just changed so much. And, uh, and lastly, Tim Duncan. Oh. Uh, that was sad. Pour one out for Timmy. Jeez. Yeah. That was. Uh, My homie's on the west side. And, you, and you're seeing all these clips on ESPN, and you're like, man. And then uh, they talk about the coach doesn't really get emotional, but he got emotional over the Duncan retirement. I mean, that's your kid right now. I mean, like, you could have um, the average age of a dog is 17 human years. <laughs> uh, and that's that's a long time, especially for a large breed dog. So let's say about. Let's go in the middle of 14 years. You can have a dog in your life, no issues whatsoever. That is a part of the family. Five years, three years is a part of the family when you're with somebody all the time. Are you comparing Tim Duncan to I'm a dog? Saying his, I, I'm his, trying his, to understand he is, the, He's a part of the family. I he, mean, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, Greg Popovich watched him grow up. Wa literally watched him grow up. Like, like, like How from long a have kid. they known each other? I mean, well, I... I he drafted him out of Wake Forest in 1998, wow. 1997, excuse me. Tim Duncan was the first overall pick, and he was the guy that lived up to all of the expectations that you come to associate with a number yeah. one pick. And won the rookie of year yeah. of the year in 98. Never had The happens. title in 99, won five titles with them. They made the play. Look at this. They made the playoffs every year of Tim Duncan's career. Tim yeah. Duncan never missed the playoffs, and he never won less, I think, than, than 50 games or something and like that I in a season. Nobody never finished else, under 500. There's nobody else that has benchmarked that, I so don't think. So was he an under, Same underspoken, team. under, yes. no, under no, no. spotlighted Un athlete? Yes, underrated. He was extremely underrated. He was the best power forward in NBA history, in my opinion. And he was a guy that went overlooked because of his, his personality. He's out there on the West Coast, yes, playing on the West Coast with a Kobe Bryant throughout his entire career. So his personality being a quiet guy made him underrated. And also the media market that he played in. San Antonio, not the biggest market. That team has always been perceived as what their team's colors are, black and white, boring. And that's why Tim Duncan retiring will go overlooked. And I mean, look at this. He, he didn't even do a live press conference. He just talked to a couple of media members, and he's going to go back to the Virgin Islands. Well, hmm. his money will last him there. Man, if uh, Dr. Phil were here, he would say, yes, San Antonio is the most boring basketball team to watch. He never shied on that. He I mean, will be missed. A grade in the game. Definitely missed. It's definitely something that should have. I, I wish I, it didn't have to happen this way. Um, Tim Duncan, an amazing player and did a great thing for his team. Uh, it's going to be hard to watch them play next year and see what happens with them. But. I think it just got to be too much. Uh, it's always, you look at anything about Tim Duncan, it's always about the age, the old guy, the old guy. But he was still kicking butt, man. Uh, ESPN 580 Orlando, got more for you. Keep it going. Meyer with the latest point of view. Just Nick, Jerry Daniels, my man Krispy Kreme Chris, Faithy Fun Time. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. And the rest of you guys, share, share, share. Let people know about us. It's the Kevin Sutton Show. Google me, baby.